Introducing my new $4.99 Spicy Chicken Strips combo. 100% all-white meat strips with crunchy batter and the perfect kick of spice. The chicken is bigger, tastier, and only $4.99 with fries and a drink. Go get it. Plus tax. Limited time only. Price and participation varies. Three-piece combo with small drink and fries. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> all right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. <coughs> the following is a Sweet Truth Media production. It may not be suitable for all audiences. Let's get around. It's time for the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. Hey, this is Sugar Shane coming at you with another episode of the Sanctuary Sweet Truth. Got Billy D's with me. Hello, everyone. Hope you're having a uh, fantastic evening. Man, doing great, doing great. How about yourself, there, Jack Casey in the house? I'm here. Hi, yeah. guys. What's up? Not much. <laughs> oh man. I did man. an impression of you one time at the SKO thing. By the way, it wasn't a very good one though. Yeah, well, what did you do? I didn't catch that. Oh, yeah, I didn't, forget about that. You were gone one week, so like they had me do the reading, and I did my best Billy D's impression. Oh, okay. It wasn't good. Oh, I'm sorry I missed bad. that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to uh, <laughs> check that out. <laughs> uh, it was I'm going to have to edit this after the show, because we've already started, and I'll just fix it, but I have shared it out under the link that's under right now. And put it in the right station. I got it in the damn layman show because I didn't change the damn thing. I hate that. Wait, didn't you do that with the layman show? Yes, I did. That. Sanctuary. Yeah, yeah. Well, the only thing is, you hope people can find us. If there's any regular listeners, they're yeah. not getting it. <laughs> well, I just, well, I just reshared it. Oh, okay. To the same pages that I always share it to, to hopefully somebody that's looking for the show will find it and see it. So. <laughs> It's always something, man. I know, man. It's always some kind of shit. Why can't you just crank this bitch up, not hit nothing, and everything work for you? That'd be <laughs> nice. You know what? I was telling Christina earlier, I like a nice cold beer. I don't know about you, but I like a beer so damn cold. I'll put it in the freezer sometimes so long that when I go to drink it, I can get ice chips on my tongue while I'm drinking it. <laughs> yeah, I don't leave it in there die. too long. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. I like to get it as cold as I can get it. Matter of fact, I was telling her I'd put the shit in dry ice if it wouldn't bust a bottle. But I'm pretty sure that would happen. You you really <laughs> liking some beer there? I yeah, I know. like it. Yeah, I like it cold. I can't drink one, man. I got a hold of one one time hot. It about made me sick as hell. I don't know how anybody drinks that shit hot. Yeah, just don't make or make sure you're not leaving it in the freezer for too long, like my old roommate did. He put two like uh like labats in the freezer and they exploded oh, all no. over all of our frozen food. We had to throw it all out. Because Damn. it seeped in everywhere, yeah. It was it was disgusting. I made him clean it, though. That wasn't my fault. <laughs> oh, hell, I wouldn't have cleaned it either. 
But he, uh, but I only put him in there for like 30 minutes. Yeah, he put him in there and I, I guess like smoked a bowl and just forgot about him yeah, or something. Yeah, he had him in there for a good minute. Yeah. It was probably a good couple hours. All I know is I came from or home from work and went to go grab a pot pie out of the freezer. There's just like exploded beer all over the place. I tell you what, man, a person that smokes weed, man, on, on a regular basis probably shouldn't do a hell of a whole lot in the kitchen. No, no. Just being <laughs> honest. Don't be cooking. Don't be, man, you can, God, you can set a place on fire, man. If you oh, here. one of my old roommates almost did that. He left a tortilla on a, a pan. <laughs> yeah. And he passed out drunk. He wasn't even smoking. Oh God! And, uh, so I woke up. I, I woke up smelling something burning, and I walk in there, and there's like a flame coming off. It's the one and only time I've ever had to use the fire extinguisher. <laughs> then I had to fight with him for like three days to get him to clean up all the extinguisher shit, because you know that wasn't my fault. So I, I'm not cleaning up all that extinguisher power or powder. And then eventually he finally did. It was like, dude, you're six months older than me. I don't have to be your mother following you around yelling at you about this stuff, you know. Oh, man, Come on, that's how, man. It, that's how it is with some people, dude. Uh, just irritating. But, uh, if I make a mess, I clean it up right away. You know, like yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, I got a uh, quick question for you, real quick. Now I don't know this. This is from my local area, or especially my local area, that I'm about to ask about. But if you don't, just because there may be a similar situation in your local area. So pay attention to what I'm asking. I don't know how familiar you are with the falls, but if uh-huh. you're coming down on Bailey, right? There, I think it's Bailey, where it crosses over Front Street. I know that, about where that is. Yeah, yeah. There's railroad tracks there, but don't, but the trains don't run on them. Okay. And it's only for one little section of the damn thing there. I'm like, why in the hell did they just pull them damn things up? And paved the road. Are they embedded in the concrete? They could be. Because if they're embedded in the concrete, it costs a lot of money to like rip that stuff up. See, that uh, answers my question. I just want. There's to a know. few. I live in. I'm from Ashtabula, which is has like a pretty big uh, train hub. At least it used to. I don't know how everything runs there anymore because I haven't lived there for about 17 years. Um, but uh, it was kind of the same deal in some parts of uh, Ashtabula, too, was, you know, there'd be train tracks going across the roads that weren't used, but they didn't dig them up because it, it just cost too much, and the city just didn't have it in the budget. They had to repave other stuff instead. And I don't believe you can pave over it for some reason or another. Um, I don't know if it's, like, the concrete doesn't settle well over it or the asphalt doesn't settle well over it or what, but uh, that's probably why they haven't paved over it. Uh as yeah, far I as I know, I could be wrong. I'm not a civil engineer or anything, but um, that's uh, how it wasn't that ma- there. That makes sense to me because I was just wondering why they wouldn't. Because it's just a pain, you know. It's like you know, you having to ride over railroad tracks. They ain't even got a train coming on. So I was wondering. Maybe it could also be that uh, it's like an emergency, uh, like diversion track or something like that. Like maybe it's not used, like for the most part. But say there's a train wreck or something, they had to divert other trains. Like they could use an old. Like an old one is back up. I think it damn near I mean, hit buildings if they did, though. Oh, well, I mean that would make sense to me. I don't know exactly where you're talking about and where they run through. So yeah, uh, it's uh, I don't know. I just I was just curious as to why a lot of older uh, a lot of older um, railroad track lines nowadays are getting converted into bike trails. That's what they've been doing all throughout Portage County. Hmm. 
Yeah, just pulling up the tracks and paving it over to make a bike trail. <laughs> Did y'all get a chance to check out the uh, any of the eulogy of Joe Biden? Yeah, yeah, some other bits and pieces, certainly. Mm -hmm. I, I yeah. wasn't around for that today, so I didn't get to see any of it. I, uh, I I didn't watch it live. I was sitting around probably about four or five o'clock this afternoon and turned it on YouTube and found it and checked it out. Yeah, it's been online. Yeah, yeah, it's about thirty minutes long. <clears throat> it's about a thirty minute eulogy, but he does go into some detail. He does. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, talking about his friendship. And so they, you know, they didn't always get along either. So they had their, you know, differences. Oh, he's a great speaker. There's but, no doubt about that. I'll say this about it. It's just like I read, heard one of the news sources say, it wasn't a hypocritical funeral because he had it planned exactly who was to be invited and who would. Yeah, o yeah. Obama, yeah. Ob Obama, and George Bush are there, but Donald Trump wasn't invited, and neither was Sarah Palin. <laughs> <laughs> He said, and they said the reason why is because he was a man that was honest with himself, and that uh, whenever he made a mistake and he made the wrong choice, he was willing to act, you know live, tell you know live to accept it or you know confront it. And he admitted right before he died, a little bit before he died, that uh, he made a mistake having Sarah Palin. Oh, that was a. Huge yeah. mistake. He said he would have had John Lieberman. Uh, Lieberman. He would have had him. Yeah. Now that would have been an interesting ticket. It was, yeah. That would have been. He he was he's um he would have been an honorable choice, if if they really wanted to go the women route. What I what what I didn't understand if they were really trying to grab some of the female vote, there were other women that were a lot more qualified at the time. Yeah. And I, Snow I, is one I can name. Yeah. And uh, I, I he really didn't know. Sarah at all I mean they talked for like maybe what two hours or something like that isn't what isn't that what the legend has it at and uh, you know based upon yeah, that I think he was just steered in that direction I don't think he yeah, made I'm sure his he own, was. I don't think he made his own choice which is where he made his first mistake you know ever let nobody make that kind of choice for you this is probably the person that's supposed to take your place if something happens to you to run this country you want somebody that you can, you know, trust. I don't know. That did bring us the uh, Biden Palin debates, though, which were fantastic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he he snubbed these people, but he had a Russian that was a Putin critic as his pallbearer. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. He was very, uh, if you start studying something about his life, man, he wasn't that bad a guy. He was kind of a stand-up cat. Oh, he absolutely he was. I mean, absolutely. He was, he was yeah. really he was really a very uh, stuck to his guns and stood by his word type man. So, absolutely. Yeah, he was a good man. Yeah, I could admire that. I really did. You know, didn't always agree with his political. Maybe that's why I never really started it. I don't want to know him as a person because of that, and that's a damn shame that I did. Because now it's long gone, and then you're he, he was a lot more moderate than people realize. And actually, right. you know, between him and Obama, I don't know that there would have been a night and day difference between them. I mean, clearly the health care would have been different, and a few right. other things. Uh, but they were very much 
from very similar I guess you could say pieces of wood whereas uh, obviously Trump is I mean whether you like him or not he's he's way out there he's something way different oh yeah uh, way out and, there and, 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 and conservatives didn't like uh, uh, McCain because he, he did meet in the middle a lot of times with Obama and, and Democrats and I, I just don't know where you know. In, how can you get anything done? Where when you work with the with everybody in Congress, including the opposite party, you're a traitor to your own party. Now, does that make any sense? No. No. And I think one difference too, had he been elected instead of Obama, I doubt the Republicans would have fought against stuff so much. Yeah. Um, so maybe a little bit more would have gotten done, but who knows? It could have brought us back in the opposite direction as well. You never know what they could have tried to push and force him to sign. Well, oh, you know, yeah. he, tri- he he tried to run in 2000, and that would have been a good year for him to win, knowing what we know now, what, what would happen the next year. Right. I would much rather had him, you know, making the decisions about the Middle East and all that stuff than Bush. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it would have been different. Not you, not that I know a little bit more about his character. Yeah. But it was a good eulogy. I mean, it was decently done. I mean, he done a good job. God, I'd hate yeah, been, Donald, I'd hate it for Donald Trump to give a eulogy. Jesus, man. I'm uh, it would have been like uh, Madonna with Aretha Franklin all over again. Well, uh, well yeah. Something yeah, even exactly. more incoherent. Oh yeah. Uh, with a lot of hand symbols. Like he's in a gang. <laughs> it's like he's called it his posse. Yeah, he's yeah I'm actually he's I'm kinda surprised I've been looking through some articles today and I haven't seen too many like out of the right wing rage machine about oh he snubbed uh, Trump and you know, and all this and that. And it's disrespectful to the president and I think uh I think they all just kinda recognize that <laughs> It was against his wishes and left it alone for once. Well, the thing about it is, is it wasn't no secret that they didn't like each other. I mean, Donald Trump pretty much come out and said that uh, his what he did over in Vietnam, being tortured and all, he didn't make him no hero. In so many words. Yeah. Well, he doesn't like soldiers who get captured. Remember? Yeah, okay. yeah, that, that was it. a comment. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm like asshole. Yeah, Al Gore told went. Trump to resign today. Apparently, <laughs> the what now? Said Al Gore told Trump to resign today. Apparently, <laughs> uh, I tell you what, it's getting interesting. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't. I don't know if you want uh, Pence. No, that's that's the thing. Uh, he, Trump's he, a He's going to be the opposite. Okay? Yeah, that's, that's, he, he, he's, he's going to be so righteous that the good Lord is going to be in the White House. He's going to well, his, his chief, advi- his chief advisor is going to be Jesus. Well, that's yeah, that's this. what scares the hell out of me about him, man. Like Trump's evil, but he's dumb. Whereas you know, uh, um, Pence is evil, but he's also uh, competent. So. Oh yeah, and, and you know what? He handles it when, when you press him. If you if you really watched him in interviews. When jur- when journalists really start to press him, he he sidesteps those answers very very well, much better than Trump does. Oh, yeah. He's a lot smarter than Trump. It's a, but that's the thing about it. 
he says that right here, he, a segue into what I was, things I was going to talk about, was this one guy made a book, and it's called Shadow Trump, or something about that. Mike, the, it was about this the story of Mike Pence wanting to become president. And he said that since he was a graduate from high school, damn near all his life he's pursued nothing but wanting to be the president of the United States. He told people in college, that God was going to make him president of the United States. It was God's will. Oh, God really is kind of a dick, isn't he? <laughs> see, you see? So, yeah, you see where Billy's coming from. Yeah. I mean, no, he, that's what he, he says. He scares the hell out of me. And, and his goal is to, is to uh, save Trump's soul. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I once tried to resurrect. I remember that one time I ran over a cat, tried to resurrect it. <laughs> I mean, come on. Saved. I thought. I thought Trump already claimed to be a Christian. He claims all kinds of things. He used to be a Democrat. He used to get money in the Democratic Party, and yeah, he used to. Uh, side with the Clintons on a lot of stuff, and now Hillary Clinton's the most evil dirtbag in the world, apparently. Uh, yeah. Kind of ridiculous. Yeah, they all do that, though. I've seen that done by many of people. Not to back him, because I still think that's dumb as shit, too. But I'm just saying, I've seen a lot of people do that. Trump's just the party of Trump. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much it. But I'm, I don't know about Pence either, though. But if he ever got impeached, though, Pence has to go, too. Nah, I don't know about that. No, not necessarily. Um, See, I thought the law as was the, the whole part, the, the, the ones he put in has to go with him if he's impeached. No, the way it works is if the president is uh, impeached and removed for, like, high treason or something like that, then I think his cabinet is uh, ruled unconstitutional and, uh, like, all Uh-oh. of his people go. But if he alone is impeached and then removed from office for, you know, whatever thing they remove him for, um, then Pence just takes over for him. It's kind of like Nixon and Ford, except, you know, Nixon resigned. Right. right. But, uh, resigned, if Nixon yeah. would have been impeached like he was kind of going down that road, then Ford would have just been president anyway. Nixon resigned. They wanted to keep that pension. Yeah. That's exactly why he resigned. Well, I think Nobody he also saw the different. writing on the wall too. Yeah, he yeah. Uh, he he knew it was hopeless. And and you know what? If you really uh, you know listen to some of these people that have uh, studied him and, and and so forth, they all pretty much agree that on some level, okay, even even in the aftermath of Watergate, he had enough respect for the government not to take it down the drain, mm-hmm. and yeah. he knew that it was best not to fight it for the for the for the good of the country. I think he was. I don't think he started out being a bad person. That's the thing about I, I it. Think I, was, yeah, I, I think he was. Yeah. I think he meant well for the country, just like anybody that goes into the job most of the time. But the problem is, oh. some, people, some people get caught up in you know yeah. different dramas of different yeah. kinds, and I think he just got in the wrong shit at the wrong time, and then ended up screwing him. Yeah. Well, you, you know what they say? Oh, I, I might have the saying a little wrong, but it goes something like this. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Right. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, that and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was a paranoid, too. Which, oh, he was. 
Yeah. Oh, he I was believe one it. of the first presidents to uh, keep a tape recorder going in the Oval Office 24-7. Yeah. Wow. How'd that work out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you yeah. know, I, I, I don't understand why he why just did, you destroy those tapes. I, I, I've never understood that. Well, some of them he just, like, clipped, like, 17 to 20 minutes out yeah, of them or why, something why, and then released not, the tape anyway. Well, why not just get rid of them? It would have been real easy to lie. I mean, all yeah. you had to do is say, well, I didn't tape everybody. Yeah. You know, I just taped the people that I wanted on record talking to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's that would have been an unacceptable lie. That would be like Trump shredding one page of his tax return, you know? <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. And that was back before, you know, cell phone cameras and recording devices and all that were everywhere, too. I mean, you could get away with all kinds of stuff back then if you wanted to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the the recording device was actually pretty sophisticated. I mean, there were hidden microphones, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a foot switch, I believe, that the his secretary had. And, um, but like I said, I mean, it would have been real easy to just say, "Well, I didn't tape all the conversations; just the ones I needed people on record, you know, <laughs> for my own use." Please ignore the pile of tapes in the back burning. You know? Yeah, <laughs> but he had plenty of time though. I mean, months went by before they, uh, weeks certainly went by before they found out those about those tapes to where they actually, were, you know, were going to subpoena them. So, I, I never understood that. And quite frankly, here, here's the other thing I never understood about Watergate. Okay, the, the whole thing was predicated on this on this break in at the Watergate Hotel, where supposedly the the Republicans were trying to get secrets or the strategy of what the Democrats were going to do during the next election cycle. Okay? Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the story. As far as I know it, yeah, that's... You're good so far. Honestly. Really. What were they really looking for in there? (laughs) I can't believe that that flimsy story has stood up all these years. Yeah, I I just think that... uh, I think there was an inside job that somebody uh, was a spy and I think they knew about it and there was but you're right I think they were there looking for something else but if it was ever there I think that something else was already taken out and they were there waiting on them yeah well that was also back before uh, negative campaigning was like a huge thing too so they were probably looking for dirt but didn't want to come out and say that they were you know looking for dirt because it would have cast uh, Nixon's campaign in a negative light you know yeah, I mean it's it's only since about the '90s that campaigns have gotten increasingly more and more negative and like you know mudslingy. Um, yeah. I mean there was some of it back in the day, but it wasn't as pronounced as it is now. Yeah, it might have been worse than than what you may believe, but yeah, I would I would say that uh, you know the spin doctors, so to speak, the era of that probably started in the late 1980s or 1990s. Right, and. Um, um, you know the the idea that you're gonna you know have a what amounts to an advertising agency, uh, starting with the Willie Horton ads for uh, Bush. Mm-hmm. You know those those were all things that uh, um, you know they had people that weren't directly connected with the candidate put out there. Right. And uh, so I mean it's, it's an industry now, but I mean you know there was no there was no love lost between Kennedy and Johnson. They were on the oh, same yeah. party. And uh, Kennedy and Nixon did not dig each other at all. Oh, I'm sure they did. 
No. I'm certain of that. You that can tell it in debates. Right. Um, it's actually said that the first televised debate is what sunk Nixon the first time when he oh, went absolutely. against Kennedy. Huh. Yeah, you, you had a, you had a. He didn't take it seriously. They, they they told him, you know, you have to put some makeup on. You have to, you have to answer this way. And he was a traditional statesman, and he he was really, you know, his plan was to answer all these questions very detailed and very technically, and that is not what worked. And what's interesting, you're you're a guy who likes to research things. Um, if you research that, you'll find that the people that listened to that debate on the radio said that Nixon won the debate. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, but the true. people that but the people that want, watched it on TV said Kennedy won it. Also, the, as, you know, you got this older guy sitting oh, next visuals. to this younger guy, and um, you know, you're going to pay more attention to the younger, say, more attractive male than you will the older one, which is also part of that. Like the, it kind of, you know, you didn't always see pictures of candidates back in those days, right? They everywhere. And so, you know, this is the first time I'm sure many people had actually seen Richard Nixon in the flesh. Yeah. And I don't think that helped him either. And no. he should have li- listened to the makeup people because he looked yeah. very clammy. He was sweaty. He, yeah, he did not, you know, Kennedy looked like, you know, like Kennedy always did. He, yeah, he also kind of had the anyway. classic angry Nixon scowl, too, yeah. you know, going on. And- <laughs> I, I mean, who are going to vote, like... For the the young guy who's like you know smiling and happier, the old guy who looks like he thinks you're stealing his newspaper. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I ain't saving that guy with ugly as hell. Yeah, a lot of work. Nixon was whew. But I think I said I think you got caught in a bad way. Before we get to this. Uh, Donald Trump stuff I wanted to get to. I got a couple little Donald Trump things I want to get to tonight. All right. Combine what do you everything. do now? Uh, did you hear what's happening with the Catholic Church right now? There's a lot going on with the Catholic Church right now. I well, think I know you know. Well, I, yeah. They're asking for Pope Francis to resign. And the reason <laughs> being is in the, uh, it's, they've been doing this investigation on all these people that have been these priests have been molesting these kids. Come to find out, there's people in the higher levels like cardinals, bishops, and all this shit that they have got documentation, I believe, that prove they knew about it. Oh, man. And they're not saying that the Pope knew about it, but they felt like he should be, you know, that something's wrong when it's that bad. And wants they want him, you know, it looks bad on him, he said. So they want him to resign. I mean, that's, that's what they're saying. I don't know. It's like a big damn. And there's people that are in higher ups that are in the Catholic Church that are asking for him to resign. Not just Catholic Church members. Are they going to get rid of or, like, you know, posthumously uh, expel all the other previous popes too because this isn't necessarily yeah this isn't thing. yeah this ain't a new thing yeah you know you know my opinion i think it don't make a damn bunch of sense anyway i mean oh yeah i mean because you know what you know logic would kick into me that if this was god's right hand man wouldn't he know that these kids would be molested and if they were somehow do something about it yeah I've always I couldn't understand that driving around in a bulletproof car. Well, <laughs> if, if you uh, 
<laughs> if you uh, examine um, his career, I would have to say that it's. Uh, I, I would have a hard time. And here again, I'm. I'm not religious, so I'm not. I'm just being objective here. Right. I would have a hard time believing that he had, you know, tangible evidence and tried to cover it up. That that is that does not fit. Yeah, I don't, I'm not saying that he did. And they, they didn't say that either. They were just saying that happened. That this has, has been brought to light, and because of all this right. happened, yada yada yada, whatever. They're not saying that he might have had direct knowledge of it. Okay, because it, it doesn't fit his uh, his his. If you examine his history, it doesn't fit his pattern of behavior. But right. Um, I, I will say that the Catholic Church and a lot of these other older institutions, um, they have a real problem with. Um, I'm all for respecting elders. I, I believe that you know we should do that. But they, they a lot of these uh, elder positions in the Catholic Church and other things uh, around the world, actually, um, you have these people that are so old that they don't know what in the hell is going on around them, and it's not it's not just this stuff. Yeah. Okay. And nobody knows what in the hell is going on. Okay. And uh, and that's where you really need to question the wisdom of having these lifetime appointments to key positions in a world organization. Yeah. I say the same thing about the Supreme Court. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you got these these old people who are like you know in their seventies and eighties ruling on modern technologies that you know they don't understand, like yeah. the internet, like um, net neutrality, stuff like that. I mean. Well, Honestly, presumably I, they have a staff that does a lot of research for them. I don't know. I would think they do. Yeah, but... I would guess that. Still, I don't know. I think that, you know, they should be replaced after a certain age, or they should be, you know, it's it's kind of like the driving thing. Like, after you're old enough that you, you're not really competent at driving anymore, they should take away your license because you're a danger on the road. Yeah. And, uh... I think that would also it would make things maybe a little bit more progressive too. You'd have more judges and justices who would, you know, understand uh, the modern world a little bit better than you know be ruling on stuff like it's back in the you know fifties and sixties again. Yeah. Right. Um, of course, I'm also for term limits on senators, congressmen, and all that too. No, so. I am too. I am too. I think it's far past time we had limits on congressmen and senators. And you got people in the office for 25, 30 damn years, man? That's a bunch of bullshit. I mean, I guess an argument could They've be made that they're... enough of the taxpayers' dollars. It's about time well, they chuck it out into the real world and get a real fucking job. Well, about uh, <laughs> one argument that could be made is that, you know, the longer that you're in Congress, no the more you practice you are with reading and uh, writing legislation. Yeah, that's and true. It'll, it'll make you a little bit better at your job, but, you know... There's also the argument saying once you're there long enough, it starts to corrupt you, and you're oh, not yeah. going to go for the people. You're going to go for whoever's giving you money. Well, it's so, not only that. It's just like you said. They get older, and the times change. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, would, be, I would probably be more inclined to do that in the House and leave the Senate alone for a while. Um, but, yeah, absolutely. Term limits are probably the way to go, certainly in the House. Yeah, I'd say set the House at maybe an eight-year term limit. And then maybe set the Senate at maybe um, a uh, an eighteen year term limit. Mm-hmm. I'd be okay with that. I mean, look at net neutrality. If people in the FCC, the average age was say ten to fifteen years younger, it never would have passed. 
Yeah. Because you get these older people who are getting bought off by all these companies and not looking into the fact that, yes, the Internet should be treated as a utility. It's a, ne- or a necessary pe- or part of life nowadays. Yeah. I mean, you can't just um, – that'd be like telling people, you know, you got to pay different tiers for your electricity or for your, your your gas or your water. Like, hey, pay an extra $5 a month and we'll only poison half the water that comes out of your <laughs> faucet, you know? <laughs> I mean, I'm well, surprised that's not a thing yet. I'm surprised they don't Atlanta, charge you for air. In Atlanta, you want to pay an extra five dollars a month. I'm kind of surprised no companies come out and said we're going to have a we're going to charge you for air. We're the air company, and you have to walk around waving your credit card around. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. It's funny. Uh, uh, speaking of talking about the white the House and the Senate and whatnot. The White House is worried that Donald Trump won't be able to protect himself if the Democrats win the House. What do you think their chances are of the Democrats winning the House? I don't know. It's up in the air. Yeah. Well, they only need a couple seats. So I would say that, you know, the chances of, of, of hitting that half halfway mark are pretty good. Whether or not they get a sizable majority is what the question is going to be. Right. And uh, quite frankly, now the, you know all the indicators for the economy are really good, and it's very hard to motivate a, a, a voter base when you have a good economy. And I'm sure, sure that I'm, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm, there's no doubt in my mind. If I was a Republican advisor, the only thing that President Trump should be talking about when he's out on the road is the economy. Exactly. And. Uh, but you know, and you can get away with a lot when the economy's good, whether it be scandals or what have you, man. But when that economy starts to get on shaky ground, that that's when you know it's it's big trouble for the uh, you know for the incumbent. Yeah, but if it got on shaky that- ground, you'd have Republicans and Democrats wanting impeachment. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it said that any society is like what a week's worth of meals away from a revolution or or something like that. Yeah, yeah. probably you know, true. That's probably true. You want to piss a lot of people off, take away their internet, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. Unfortunately, I, go ahead. I was, I was going to say I'm generally with you, uh, Jack, on uh, the net neutrality, although when, when you start to get into the details of that, it gets a little confusing. Well, it gets uh, confusing, but the best way to deal with it is what we do now, just, like, leave it alone. You know, like, let right. it go how it's going. And um, also, data caps are complete bullshit. Those don't exist in other companies either, or in other countries either. I mean, if anything, yeah. we should be regulating it so the com- or the companies that control it aren't charging as much for it, or making them actually update their infrastructure with all those tax dollars they stole. Yeah, stuff like that. So <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now you're really starting to sound like a liberal. <laughs> Not that no, I disagree with you. <laughs> it's very true. We gave Verizon, yeah. we gave a bunch of these companies something like uh, something like four hundred, five hundred million, maybe more than that, to update fiber across the country, especially in rural areas. They just kept the money and pissed off with it, yeah. and then raised their rates on everybody else. That's somebody exactly. got big bonus checks that year. Yeah, you can bank no, on that. No, they actually did. No, I believe it. I'm just saying that's what happened. I guarantee you, coming their Christmas bonus. In fact, at all the uh, first world countries, our um, our bandwidth and our uh, internet coverage is the worst among first world nations, and the most expensive. Wow! Like you know how much a, an average uh, guy in um in England pays for a cell phone every month? About twenty five pounds. 
average phone bill in America is about oh god, tell I think me about 60, it. Well, sixty bucks per line, something like that. Yeah. So, um. Yeah. That, if that makes me liberal, that's fine. I don't care. I, I just, just realize that I'm getting fucked. Well, that's all. <laughs> one of the things that you know, there's a difference between speed and bandwidth. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, what's what what some of the people that are advocating for for changes here is let's say for example um, you live in in a house and the the only thing that you really do with your internet is maybe check your email do some web surfing or whatever okay and let's say Shane okay he's got a great big house. He's got 15 t- TVs over there, all of which with streaming devices on them. Yeah. Okay. You got that right, buddy. Why shouldn't he pay more? Why shouldn't he pay more for all of the bandwidth that he's using? Well, you're just coming back to my argument that I absolutely believe that it should be treated like a utility. Yeah, he did say okay. that. Yeah, yeah, but, but what I'm trying to tell you though is is your internet and his you both are paying the same the same amount but he's using all the bandwidth right and, and people like him are using all the bandwidth which slows it down for everybody in the area well then you can put up more servers and stuff like that that's <laughs> money we gave you well, well, the, well the point is, is these huge companies like netflix and all this other thing which are using an enormous amount of bandwidth why shouldn't they be paying more See, see, it's a little different than than water, okay? Because you can fill up, uh, you know, your 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 water heater with water. It might take a little longer, but you still get the same amount of water in there, okay? But it's different with bandwidth and speed. Those are actually two different things. When you, it, it, a speed can be like, I don't speed know, is how fast you get it. Bandwidth is, um, I'm sorry, yeah, speed is how fast you get it. With bandwidth is like the total amount of uh, memory that's being transferred right. back it, and forth it, it, in packets. A good way to put it would be if, if we have a garden hose, okay, and we have a fire hose side by side, the water might be going through them at the same speed, but the fire hose is moving a lot more data, okay? And all, all I'm saying is is the argument is these companies that are using all of the bandwidth, and like you said, the infrastructure is limited, okay? Why shouldn't they be carrying a heavier burden? That, that's That's the thing. But then you get into the argument of, well, if you get them to start paying more, then they own more of it. Well, so here's, it, here's another thing, too. Why is this not a problem in any of the other uh, first world countries that have Netflix and Hulu and, like, 9 million devices and all that as well? Yeah, you well, it might be. I, I, and I would be willing to bet, though, that a country this size, with all the technology and all the tablets and the millions of, of BS stuff that we got here, it's a lot bigger issue because in some of those third world countries, you know, I said first world, not third oh first world. world. I'm sorry. Okay, uh, it, it, even still, let's say a country like France. All right, you know, I, that's probably about the size of what Texas, and you know, about the same population. Okay, you, you have an enormous country when when you have over 300 million people in this country the majority of which have at least some access to the internet okay and most of them most of the active users have multiple devices mm-hmm. and, it, and it's getting to the point now where it's not just devices but it's your tv it's your in essence your radio it's everything so it's just an enormous amount of information to move around 
and it's it's you know it, it, it's one thing to compare it to Germany or it, compare it to whatever, but it, it's it's a completely different ball game when you have a country this size with that oh, with that amount of people using that many devices. Well, it's still an economy of scale argument, though, too. I mean, as we've needed more bandwidth, I mean, we've slowly upgraded, and that's what all the, like, Canada and Europe have done as well. I mean, they just upgrade to what they actually need. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can argue all day about this. Well, I'm not really arguing. I'm just presenting the fact that it is a little bit more complicated when you start breaking it down that way. It is more complicated, but um, but in the same way, though, it is another way that... um, you know these bigger companies as well can also stamp out innovators and the middlemen, and that's another huge. problem. That's the real danger of it. That's the part that scares me, and that's one of the reasons why I would like to keep it the way that it is. Yeah. Even though, even though the other side's got some good arguments, I, I don't know that it that uh, I would want to change it. Well, yeah, and that's exactly why I say why not treat it as a public utility? You know, you use X number of gigabytes; they cost Y amount, and then you know bill it that way. And then that solves that argument right there. So grandma who just checks her email and doesn't do anything else on the internet, you know, she pays like two bucks a month. Whereas, you know, someone like me who's on the internet a lot, pay about 50, 60 a month like I do now. And I can still access whatever I want on the web. You know, I don't have to have slowdowns for sites that bigger companies don't like. You know, you don't have, you're not stifling criticism of, say, Comcast by uh, just, you know, killing all their competitors, um, you know, bandwidth, which is what they want to do. See, that's my big problem with it. It's it completely kills free speech, and you know I'm I'm even fine with not throttling people who are Nazis or white supremacists. They can say whatever dumbass thing they want, but the oh, point yeah. is that everybody is on a level platform. Absolutely, and that's I agree. How the I agree internet with that. should be. Yeah. So I don't know. It's uh, I'm just waiting to see how what these different states do with it. There's a lot of states are individually now. Um, like California just passed uh, a California net neutrality um, right. bill saying, you know, hey, we can't throttle or do any of that. So and yeah, Jerry Maryland, Brown or somebody was behind that, right? Somebody like that? Yeah, someone like that. Um, yeah, okay. I think Oregon and Washington and Maryland are some other ones. And I think California might be, or not California, New York um, might be introducing something like that this year. So it's been kind of fun to watch. You know, the individual states go, hey, you know, the feds are wrong in this one. Right. We'll see. You heard about Donald Trump wanting to buy, or did try to buy all the dirt off the National Enquirer? Yeah, yeah, there was something going on. I, I didn't follow that. There's too many things. <laughs> too I many know, things man. Came up on. He used his attorney Michael Cohen at the time to uh, make the transaction. I believe he was trying to make the meeting, tried to get it to happen, and had the meeting and whatnot and yada yada. But yeah, he was trying to buy dirt off of him. Yeah, they have a whole safe of it apparently from you know year going back years. Like they watched his uh, career for many many years, especially you know when he started getting well known in the uh, mid '80s to like early '90s. Um, yeah, apparently Cohen went to go and buy the contents of the safe so they could burn it or do whatever with it. And uh, the National Enquirer guy just said no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, uh, I think he probably knew he wanted to keep it in case he needed it down the road. No, that was a smart decision on his yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame him. You got good shit like that, you don't want to get rid of it. Now, I just heard about a guy who got fired from a job because of something that his dad said in an interview like 20 years ago or something like that. Yeah, see, then I don't know what that's about, but that don't sound good. <laughs> no. Say <laughs> <So> what now? 
I don't remember where it was. This is something I was reading the other day, but apparently a guy got fired from a job that he had just gotten because of some racist comment his dad had made like 20 years ago. So it wasn't even him. How the hell you get fired for something your dad said? I do not know. That is fucked up. Yeah, kind of crazy, right? So, yeah. you know, you got people going back on Twitter like eight to ten years to try and ruin people's careers. Well, now it's like, oh, so what did your parents say before you were born? Yeah, so some of get, that's getting out of control. It's getting ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you it's get, getting yeah. out of control, man. Yeah, I mean. Like the whole James Gunn thing, it's like you're going to go back and look for, I mean, I know that why Disney did it. It's because they wanted to get a cheaper director than him so they could save some cash on Guardians of the Galaxy 3. At least that's my conspiracy theory about it. But, um, yeah, you got these people, and it's like, dude, were you, are you really the same person now that you were eight to ten years ago? Yeah. I uh, mean, it just it strikes me as ridiculous, which is why I don't have a Twitter or any of that stupid crap, so. <laughs> yeah. I like I like, tw- I like Twitter only because I don't really listen to that stupid crap. I just usually for, like, sharing shit. Yeah, it's I good for at, promotion. Yeah, I look at their news every now and then, but it's not all the time, very rarely. Some headline will catch me from time to time. We're speaking of, now Google, Clinton claims, is targeting him because when you put in Trump news, fake news comes up on Google. Mm-hmm. So, so the said, youngin? Yeah. Uh, it's either that or whatever he considers fake news, CNN. Whatever he considers it to be fake news. So that's what comes up when you put in Trump news. And he says he's... <laughs> uh, it said that they're rigged. That Google's rigged. It, but, it, well, he he's right, it is. But, I mean, he, he's, he's getting on it to because it, it makes him look bad. Yep. He's thinking funny stuff. He's Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a formula for for what comes up and why, and it's mostly because you're paying for the results. If you're a big uh, company, and and you know somebody wants Google's in a new car, you want it to come up Ford or whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's how they make the money. Hmm. Yeah, there's also social media uh, fixers out there too who like say fucked up and you went on twitter and said made some bad like racist joke or whatever and then you get fired from your job and you're like the first headline for when someone googles your name there are people out there you can pay to like knock your name back like a few pages on google search results doing some kind of algorithm manipulation um so here's something amusing i discovered in the past few days you guys in front of a computer right now Mm mm-hmm yeah. Go ahead and type in www. do auti- or do vaccines cause autism. dot com. <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, the only the only thing. Okay. Sometimes Skype doesn't like it when you do that. Oh, I'm on Skype and on my browser right now. It's not what's it called. Uh, do, go to um, www.dovaccinescauseautism.com Do vaccines cause autism dot com dot com Yes You ain't sending me some kind of crazy shit are you? Really? <laughs> this says, Maybe they uh, got hijacked Huh? 
But I didn't get nothing. Except a page for autism. Uh, someone bought it. Damn it. Uh, it was, um... If you would have done this a couple weeks ago... Okay. You would have just gotten a blank white page that says they fucking don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Someone must have bought that domain. That sucks. Well, well, you know, I, I shared that on... Uh, on uh, Facebook, I believe it was, there was a report, uh, uh, you know, that measles are becoming a problem again, and yep. and uh, it, it's just hard for me to believe that people could be that stupid. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I would be willing to bet that there are people, there are young people who have died already from diseases that were a hundred percent preventable. Oh yeah, and and how, as a parent, how would that make you feel knowing that your kid died from something that was, that was almost incredible. eradicated? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, what is what is up with that? Yeah. One of the um, things that the anti-vaccine people say is it's herd immunity. Like nobody has it anymore, so it can't. And it's completely not true at all. Yeah. Um, uh, those people are morons. It's just I saw that a couple weeks ago. I just thought of it and thought it was funny, but apparently it backfired on me. So, eh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, well I, I, I can tell you that uh, uh, viruses in general, okay, and bacterial are, are bad too, but generally speaking, viruses are among the most resilient living things on Earth. Oh, yeah, that's so that they got to Earth by getting, like, brought here by asteroids and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, I mean, what they can endure is incredible. There are some uh, some viruses that can live for like years and years without a host. Yeah, just lay dormant. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. there are others that don't yeah, last that's how long. You know, they came from space. Very damn strong. <laughs> yeah, they all came from Lord Zenu, Shane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's, hey, you know what? That, that there's there's a legitimate group of people out there that believe in theory that that's how life got here. That's no joke. Viruses? Yeah, well, they came from space. Oh, yeah, I know. Viruses yeah. and other things actually came. Uh, as a matter of fact, there's, there's a theory that life may have actually started on Mars. Yeah, and, I've heard that. Yeah, and uh, due to impacts and all that, one of the rocks ended up making its way into Earth's orbit and and got drawn in. And um, they they found some sort of a rock down in Antarctica or something that they believe came from Mars. I mean, I don't know how long ago. Obviously, a long, long time ago. Yeah, that was the one with the fossilized bacteria on it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's anything's possible. It actually was an idea for a novel I had, too. Uh, but I never pursued it. Yeah, you know, it was it, it was it was the idea that you had the you know president of the United States in, in Russia, okay, and you know how that meteorite came in a couple of years ago and hit Russia. There was a big flash in the sky and everything. Yeah, that was an awesome video to watch. Yeah, and my, my idea was is that a virus came from space and it was unstoppable here on Earth, and the advisors here in in the in the, in the United States told the president of the United States that this area in Russia where this thing landed had to be nuked or it would be the end of the world. And so the president has to talk to with the, the fictional characters but the equivalent the equivalent of Vladimir Putin and try to explain to him that he has to nuke a section of his own country. That was the idea for my novel, but I never pursued it. Just no. write that, I'd read it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would. 
Well, that's about all I got. Y'all got anything? No, I'm good, man. Uh, besides Alex Jones losing one of his oh, uh, yeah. lawsuits today. No. Yeah. Yeah. He lost his motion to dismiss against one of the Sandy Hook families. Uh, we're over, so I'm not going to really talk about it, but I just want to say that it makes me happy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll be yeah. right here. Yeah. I guess we're going to be hearing less and less of him here lately. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. I'll be crying into my pillow about that later on oh, tonight. Oh, yeah, me and you both. All right, well, y'all have a good one. Yeah, you too, buddy. I'll holler at y'all, I guess, Monday, maybe, if, if you want to get out, if you're available. Jack, mm-hmm. you know, and then, uh, but me and Billy will for sure be here. I yeah. should be around, but if Quinn's over, I probably won't. Okay. Uh, so, but it That's just kind of cool. depends. I don't know. Sometimes on Monday she goes and hangs out with other friends and then comes over here on Wednesdays, which is what okay. she did this week. So I, I don't know what's going on. But, uh, yeah, if I'm around, I'll, I'll uh, shoot you a text. All right. All right, man. With that being said, y'all have a good weekend. Peace hey, out. Hey, too. Thanks for having me, bud. All right. Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth, you think you can solve any problem by turning your computer off and on. Hey man, is something wrong with your laptop? Nah, I just need to turn it off and on. It's no problem. It's smoking. Yeah, that just means it needs to reboot. Truth, it's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com. And now it's on fire. Happens all the time. It's all good. GEICO, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.